What the hell's the name of this thing? The Ballsy Podcast. Hosted by the award-winning Evan Grant. This has been the most tense podcast I have ever done. Kevin Sherrington. You were working on typewriters this time. Barry Horn. I don't even know who you are anymore. Where were you last week? Get ready for the most listened to sports podcast in Dallas-Fort Worth. I'm Evan Grant, and this is Ballsy. I'm Kevin Sherrington, and in this episode, we'll be talking about colleges. And I'm Barry Horn. To hear our other exciting additions, simply subscribe to the Ballsy Podcast on iTunes. You know we're on Facebook and Twitter, too. Just search Ballsy Podcast. That's Ballsy with a Z. So sit back, relax, that's relax with an X, and enjoy another edition of the college Ballsy with a Z podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome in to the Sports Day DFW Dallas Morning News podcast, Ballsy. College the, edition. The college edition. I'm Kevin Sherrington. There's Barry Horn. And on the phone with us from Austin, straight from a press conference, straight with the scoop, the one and only Kirk Bowles. Hi, Kirk. How are my guys? Which guys? Our guys? Us? Us? We're, yeah. we're, we're great. I'm, I'm just shocked that Kevin knows the word scoop. <laughs> <laughs> Very well read, Barry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're coming straight from the press conference, Tom Herman, and he let y'all talk to somebody that's of, of great interest to the uh, Longhorn Nation, and that is Shane Bouchelle. How did that go? There was a quarterback sighting. We hadn't seen him since the TCU game, and of course there are a lot of Longhorn players that haven't shown their faces since then. <laughs> but uh, but uh, he is not the most revealing of interviews, I will say that. But he did, he did have one big scoop he gave us. What was that? I asked him if the Rangers were going to make the playoffs. He said, oh, yeah, they will. Oh, my oh, gosh. Oh, wow. He doesn't, he, doesn't, he doesn't have any uh, vested, interest, vested in interest in that, does he? He's got inside knowledge. You better believe it. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah, yeah. He's got inside knowledge. All right. So do we think, is he going to be the starting quarterback? Is he going to be starting against Maryland? Oh, yeah. There's no question about it. Really, I don't think there has been any question about it. Although the first question, I asked him to state his name because it's been so long since we've seen him. And, <laughs> and then I asked him, are you the starting quarterback? He said, I don't know. You guys know more than I do, which is always dangerous. But, uh, yeah, I think he is. Uh, he's been taking more of the refs with the ones than Sam Ellinger, who's obviously a true freshman. And uh, obviously he started 12 games and, Sam Ellinger has started none and not taken a snap in college. So, yeah, I think it was a fait accompli, and we just haven't had the formal announcement yet. Does Does Tom Herman like him as a quarterback? Is Is he a quarterback, Tom Herman? If If he, he could draw up a scheme, he would 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 Shane be his quarterback? Now, see, that's an excellent question, Barry. Is what I have come to expect from you. Thank you. And, uh, uh, you, you know, the, the, the other questioner, I'm, I'm bringing him along. Bringing uh, him along slowly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's interesting. I don't think he's the prototype Tom Herman quarterback. You know, we all know he had Greg Ward Jr. the last couple of years, and he's the consummate dual threat quarterback. What is he, a wide receiver now with Philadelphia Eagles? Yeah, I think so. He's still on the roster. So, you know, Shane Bichelle's not a runner. He can run. And I don't think he's Cole McCoy-like either, but I think he can be an effective runner, but they're not going to ask him to do much of that. And he's put on some weight. He looks a lot a lot beefier. He's 
he weighs between 205 and 207. So, so he weighs 206, yeah. <laughs> so aren't we all? So, but, you know, he, the thing is, if, if you guys watched him last year, and I know you did, he, he's not a guy that totally wowed you. He's not a Vince Young, but he's smart and he's accurate, which are two good qualities to have in a quarterback. Here's the thing to me, you know, because the question I was going to ask was, obviously he was not Tom Herman's kind of quarterback, or he would have said right away, you know, Shane Bouchelle is our quarterback. Oh, yeah. And the fact that he does not want to do that implies uh, to me that he wants Shane to do something uh, because he has no other choice, right? It's like you said, you, right. you either got a true freshman right. or you got Shane Bouchelle. So I'm not naming you the quarterback because I want you to do something. I, I what I read is that he has said I, I he's being more vocal now. So I, I'm assuming that that was his you know other than his physical gifts, whatever he feels like they are or aren't, he's wanting Shane to be more vocal. Are are you seeing more of that out there? Yeah, no question about that. And we peppered him with questions like that. That's not his natural personality. I don't think you know he's. I'm not saying he's Eli Manning in terms of body language. Oh. But, He's not a fiery guy like Sam Ellinger is from Westlake. Uh, and he said he's working on that. And, you know, Herman likes that pit dog, the alpha dog that comes in and fills up the room. And he walks in and you know he's there. And I don't know if Shane Buchel is there yet or can get there. But, you know, Sam Ellinger's there. He's got two four-star quarterbacks coming in next year and another four-star the following year so. He's going to have a lot more options. You know, one of the things I felt like in college football, to me there's just no question about it, unless you're just one great drop-back passer, that you you have to be a dual-threat quarterback. I I think uh, uh, for a team to really make it uh, and to make it far in the playoffs, like like if you're Baylor – and they've got a great system there, right? And so they can get away without a guy who's a, a great runner. But I, I just really feel like if you if you you can't just be a mediocre passer and a mediocre runner, that's not going to win anything for you. You're exactly right. And how many great teams have not had elite quarterbacks? And occasionally you'll have a Craig Prinslow at Ohio State, you know, with a great running game and a great defense. But usually... If you're going to win big and win championships, you know, I agree with you, Kevin. If you got to have a, a standout dynamic quarterback, and I don't know if they have that yet, and we obviously don't know if they have even a decent defense, uh, much less a great one. So where do you, where, where do you see, where are you picking Texas this season? Where am I picking? Well, well, give me a record. Give me a record. You're, you you pick the you are you are, first of all you pick in the top twenty five AP top twenty five. You had him in your top twenty five, didn't you? I did have him twenty twentieth. I think. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm just a bit uh, with the Tom Herman uh, charisma and the intensity here. I, you know, I think they can be a pretty darn good team. You know, I don't know. They play Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and on the road in Southern Cal early, like the first five games, and. You wonder if that could break him a little bit. But, you know, the other thing, Charlie lost 21 games in three years, but a lot of those were close games, and the special teams were just horrendous. And I think he's going to be so much better in that facet. And the defense can't be any worse. We all know that. They don't have an Ed Oliver on that defense. But I think a much improved special teams, 
uh, a defense that's made strides. they got great wide receivers. Shane Quarterback has had 12 starts now. I, I think they've got somewhere eight wins, maybe nine, if they stay fairly healthy and, and uh, get some momentum. So Charlie was wrong when he said the cake is baked. I haven't seen the cake. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, he, when he said that, did you disagree with him then? Yeah, we all kind of rolled our eyes. And you know, you've seen my waistline, so you know I know cake. I think you it's tasted cake. I think you're hiding the cake, actually. But 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 here's yeah, the deal: when, when he says that, he's he's just asking for another season, isn't he? Well, he's also yeah, putting the onus on the next guy too. Well, but he's also politics. Yeah, it does. He's also politicking. It was twofold. He was making an appeal for another year. And it does put the pressure on the next guy. And if the next guy wins, Charlie can say, I told you the cake was baked. But, yeah. but, but he's, he's, so. got, he's got a baked cake now on his new job, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Charlie. Yeah, I think so. I rate them 10th. I love Tenth. them. They got like 17 or 18 starters back. They, they're going to be favored in probably every game. They got Houston at home. They got Temple at home. Uh, they play Illinois. How tough can Illinois be? Oh. They got San Jose State in their opener. You know, I love a dark horse, and you know the thing is, the first one's fun, and then after that, you just reward people. And I always hate people that say, "Well, these people don't know anything they're talking about." That may be true, but the important thing is you make drastic changes week to week on based on what happens on the field. And I think Charlie's got a that cake is big. I think he, he lost Marlon Mack as running back and one good receiver, but they got a lot of people back. Of course, his defense wasn't great. At, South Florida either, so they get some improvement there to do. So give us your top ten. Oh, my gosh. I don't have it in front of me, but my number one was Florida State. Uh, I had Florida State one, Alabama two, and then I think Ohio State no, three. You had, no, 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 you had Penn State what three. Have? Penn State three. Go ahead. Penn State three. And Penn State got screwed last year, as you yes, recall. Yes, they did. I mean – how is that fair? Ohio State's not even in the championship game, and they get a playoff spot. So, And then I had USC or Ohio State. Ohio State, USC, Wisconsin, Oklahoma State, Washington, Clemson, and South Florida. That's your Oklahoma th- State. Oklahoma State could surprise and make the Final Four, I believe. They, they, they would have to beat Oklahoma twice or, or, to yeah. do that, don't right. you think? Or, or what, at least, maybe, or maybe, maybe they have to beat Texas twice or... Kansas State twice, oh. or you know. No, that's not Oklahoma. happening. Oklahoma loses two NFL running backs, an All-American wide receiver. Their defense wasn't that good last year. And I know they have Baker back and a great offensive line. I don't know. And they got to go to Ohio State. They've got a tougher schedule. Oklahoma State goes, I think, to Pittsburgh. That's their toughest non-conference challenge. So I won't be shocked if uh, – you know, Mason Rudolph and James Washington, the best tandem maybe in the country, uh, gets them into the Final Four. Don't you? Don't you think? And I, I wrote about this and complained about it when Ohio State got in to the Final Four and TCU got screwed, went from three to six. Everybody said, "Well, see, you had to play in a championship game." They, you know, Ohio State kills yeah. Wisconsin, and they get themselves in the championship. Well, of course, this is the right thing to do. They don't even play a championship game in the Big Twelve, and so now they didn't lose the championship game last, last year. year. Last year, they didn't even get in the oh, championship yeah, game, right. and they and the, and they're in the Final Four. And now this year, the Big Twelve is going to play a championship game, which is going to really, I, I think, 
is the chances of this screwing them are a lot greater. The Big 12. Yes, the Big 12. What if they change the name of the school to The Oklahoma State University? Maybe they could. Because it's what it tells you to me is just that no, we were going to take Ohio State no matter what. So just forget about yeah. it. Yeah. You know, that's what they should have said all along. Listen, we just think that they're better than everybody else. And they may be better than everybody else to, on talent level. But what counts is what you do on the field on, in any particular game. You know, On uh, any given Saturday. On any given Saturday or Friday. Hey, or Ohio, Ohio State wasn't better than everybody else. They lost on the field to Penn State. Right. You know, besides, besides not being in the championship game, they lost head-to-head. That's got to be more important. It and wasn't. They played one of the great Rose Bowls of all time. And then, I don't know, I thought that was an embarrassment to the CFP. Because they, they're changing the rules as they go or making them up as they go. They are. But to, to me, that always means it's the coaches are outweighing this. Well, it's, you can it's, tell the poli- has- it's the politics. It, it, it's just like politics sure. where they make up the, ru- the rules as they go along. I don't think it's so much to me for politics as it is just coaches. Coaches look at personnel. They they look at the no, the, at the beef all, on that Ohio state line, and they say, "This is a no." This is how coaches think. But this Ohio, is a this is a better no, team. No, Ohio State is 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 college football royalty. There's it some is, programs but, but no, like but, that. But Remember, coaches, Texas used to be like that. Coaches, the media cares about that. Coaches don't care about that. Coaches care about what kind of talent do you have out there. You got more talent, and they do have more talent than everybody else. Ohio State has more talent. Alabama has more talent. Uh, and so most of the time when they're coached up, right, they're going to win. And, and they, so, then and a they team like, so a school like TCU might as well pack it in and, and not I mean, even. I think, I think basically so. We saw that. They were ranked third in the country, and they went, they went to sixth after. What was that win by what? They won they by what? Somebody. 50 points, yeah. and they dropped three spaces. You know, it, it's just it's, it's ridiculous. So, yeah, I think that the, so, the, so the Big 12, as it always does, overreacted. And now gets this uh, championship game, which I think is you. You would if if you were the commissioner, if you were Bob, Bull, you would not have a championship game. No, I would not have a championship game. Kirk? I think it, Kirk. We in the old days we saw them screwed by the championship game, right, well, Kirk? The CFP, CFP told them you need another game. You got to have a thirteenth game, and and uh, you know, like I, I do think they're talking to both sides of their mouth, and I do agree with you. It's coaching, but it's you can't separate the brand. It's coaching and branding, and yeah, Penn State's got a great brand too. But it's it's well, Penn, Penn State two point It's Penn State light compared to what it was. Well, Penn, Penn, Penn State's in the penalty box too. Yes, definitely. And I think a little bit TV gets into it. You know, you got Urban Meyer, you got TV, you got the Buckeye, you got the Dot and the Eye. All of that. you cannot it's, you cannot beat the Big Ten for, for TV. The TV loves. The Big Ten. They bring yeah. every market, every major market in the, you know, from Chicago East. I, I agree with all yeah. that. But, here's, you know, our, our good pal R.C. Slocum, he's dying to be on the committee. He'd love to be on the committee. And I think he'd be a great pick, you know, because he, he still pays a lot of attention to this stuff. But when I talk to him about these teams, and I have done that in the past about, you know, who would he pick, he always talks about, you know, th- this team's got a much better defensive line. This team's got a much better offensive line. And that's the hardest thing to find in college football, and the NFL for that matter, is good offensive and defensive linemen. And, and that's because they're all playing in Alabama and Ohio State. And, that, and, and those, those are the programs that get those kind of players. How many players have been drafted out of Penn State in the last five years? Nobody. Uh, I no, can, I don't, I don't know. Nobody. The, 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 Christian, Christian Hackenberg, right? Yeah, they're, they're all they're – yeah. They're all Alabama, Ohio, Ohio State guys. You know that's where all the best players have come from, and that's why the coaches yeah. are are siding with that. They're they're looking at that talent. They are, 
It to- coaches are intoxicated by that kind of talent. Intoxicated. They are by that kind of talent. They see that and they think this is a better team. They think that when it comes right down to it, this team can put it all together, whereas this other team, you know, Penn State last year, ah, they're playing well, but they're not as talented, and they get in that game, they're going to get blown out. You know, I think that's, that's, what they why, that's why they can't have all coaches on that committee. Oh, that's absolutely you know, right. Because they never see the big picture. It's like, yeah, Ohio State has all this talent, but they lost to Penn State. You know, that's like it's. So I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing these guys get bored. I think it's good they have a mix of coaches and and uh, ads and one writer. They probably need more writers on there, don't you think? They always well, need more writers. There's so few. There's so few of us left. Steve's not even writing yeah, anymore, actually, anyway. Steve Weberg. Yeah. yeah, where were they? Where were they find any writers? So that was a joke, by the way. So, uh, <laughs> but I don't. Know, do, you, do you guys think there should be divisions in the Big Twelve, or you think it's better that one place? Well, I think, I think they should have more teams in the Big Twelve. No, nah, I don't think. No, listen, you, you can't have. People two, say you want you more teams. Two, you can't have two five team divisions. No, you can't have that. But I'm saying is everybody. Everybody who says this is what to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, more teams, more teams, more teams. Okay, who? Who are you gonna get? You know, and then and then you come up with the with the usual suspects, which are all terrible. Why is why is BYU terrible? I don't think BYU's terrible. Oh, there's an eleventh team, but you can't get them in. The, 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 there's all kinds of problems with, with, with that come with BYU. You know, it, you know, and, that, and that's the issue for me. Yeah, if you could get them, if you could get, if you could have gotten Louisville, that was a mistake. If, if that was a mistake. West Virginia, was, yeah, that was a ESPN, huge mistake. ESPN made them take uh, West Virginia over Louisville. Now you'd be in trouble for basketball now. Uh, because of all the NCAA problems they've got, but still, that was a better program for them to have. To me, the thing is, is that you could only if you could have gone out and gotten, if you could have talked Arizona, Arizona State into leaving the Pac-12, then okay, all right, then you got something now. Yeah, that that's good because now you're bringing you're, you're also bringing in a natural rivalry, right? You know? So that's that's the kind of thing you have to be doing. If you can't get that, you don't want anybody. Yeah, so so right. if you I, if I you can't go out with Miss late. America, you're not going out on Saturday night, <laughs> that's right? right. That's right. No. Well, I think it's too late because they didn't get Louisville. Well, and too, it is too late. Louisville yeah, is late. so improved in football as well as basketball, obviously. But, I mean, it's the one big thing. There are no brands in the Big 12. You have three brands. You have OU football, Kansas basketball, which obviously doesn't register like football, and then Texas football, which hadn't been Texas football. So Correct. you're left with basically one and a half brands and – and you just can't survive that. Well, not, so. not only don't you have brands, and, and I don't want to be disrespectful, but you have nobody in America cares about Iowa State. I know. That, that's you know, right. Or, or Kansas State. Kansas State. Or State. Yeah. No, that, that's, that's exactly right. And that's the problem that the, that the league faces when you look at these other ones. Um, and and you know, I, when people were talking about putting Colorado was, State in, I mean, Colorado oh, State, are you really kidding yeah. me? You didn't like Colorado when they were here. When Colorado left to go to the Pac-12, everybody said, yeah, so what? See ya. You're yeah. no good. Uh, hey, what would that they could do, Kevin and Barry, invite Arkansas and LSU and uh, give them West Virginia and Iowa State share? First five years. How about Ar- I do that? How about Arkansas and A and M? A and M. Oh, that's in College Station. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh! Yes, the school, the school, the school with eighty thousand students. 
We know they're not coming back. Well, I know, but neither is LSU. <laughs> neither is LSU or. No. or you know what? But, though, but, let's, let's talk about our old our old buddy Frank Broyles, uh, the late Frank. God Broyles. rest his soul. Uh, and I had many conversations for him with him over the years. And you know, he's the one, of course, who orchestrated the move of Arkansas to the SEC in the first place, basically because he felt like he talked to people who said, "Listen, this league's going to break up, and you're and y'all are out. Y'all are not going to be in the new uh, in, a, in any kind of thing with the Big Eight. So. He that's why he went there. He thought Texas and A and M were going to come with him to go to the SEC, and none of that happened. But one of the things that he told me was that, or he made it pretty clear to me was that, okay, we've gone to the SEC, we've made a lot of money, and this has all been very good for us, and it's all very stable, and that's all great. Uh, but we, after all these years, we still don't have a natural rival, and basically, I miss playing Texas. And, and he missed a lot of the Texas athletes who used to go. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the, the I, think he, I think he missed all of that. I think it, that if you had his druthers, he'd have gone back. To, uh, he, would, he would have taken Arkansas back into what is now the Big 12, if he could have. And they haven't won anything. They haven't won anything in the SEC. No, they haven't. Well, it's harder to win in the SEC. Absolutely. Well, he's the same, if they're the same boat that Texas A&M is in, Correct. in my estimation. Uh, when yeah, you, I agree. It's, it's all about robberies. Without robberies, we have no sport. You know, we look at Lakers, Celtics, and now Warriors and in Cleveland and Yankees and, and the Red Sox. And, you know, we, we, we miss so many. Oh, you Nebraska's gone. We, we miss that so much. That's, that's the rich fabric of sports that is, that is going by the wayside now. And that's why we got to start A&M in Texas again. It's just a no-brainer. And, and I get so tired of, well... They got to play all these cupcakes. Well, they only play eight conference games in the SEC. You know, the Big Twelve plays nine. So, I mean, all these other schools—Florida State plays Florida, Georgia, you know, plays Georgia Tech, uh, South Carolina, Clemson—they all play their main rivals still. And uh, I just think it's a no-brainer. They what? need to bring it back, play it on Labor Day, kick off football, and be awesome. What, what, what would it take? What would it take to get those two schools back to play each other? And, and well, they, I think they will, Barry. I think they will because Tom Herman at Frisco and Big 12 Media Days, he got on his soapbox and said, I don't understand why we're not playing. They're our main rival, and he's right. And then John Sharp was quoting Texas Monthly saying, yeah, look how much money that would make. He said it makes perfect sense. And, and uh, I think it's going to happen. I, I'll probably put it maybe four or five years down the road. You know, we'll be in a home by then, but I'll watch it on TV. You'll be in a home and have a little earpiece or, or get or get the uh, the lettering up on the screen. So you close caption, close caption. Yeah. So you, you know what was the going lettering on. up. Would on that the would that be would that if you're done making fun of me? <laughs> would, would, would that would that be a home and homes home and home? Look, uh, there are letters on the screen. Look, would, would that be a home home and home series, or would they plant that at a place like Jerry World? home and home because college football business is declining and you know you need all the given sellouts you can you can muster up so yeah i definitely think that ought to be home and home and make it the opener on labor day I don't think it's. I don't think it's ever going to come back. I think they will be uh, what what Barry just pointed out. Jerry will talk them into playing at Jerry World. It'll be a big payday. They'll do that. TV would love that. So. Oh, absolutely. And or it'll be a game. At, you know, it could be a bowl game. Certainly, that would be a great bowl game. I just think that, uh, and it's going to be because of A and M, not because you know Texas is the one that's always been against it because they laughed because A and M they don't want to feel right. like they, and Delos's words, Delos Dodd's words, we don't want to reward them. For, for leaving. Right. Uh, 
but in but in my mind, the problem for them is just what you said. They uh, that that A and M will look at it like, man, we got enough of a meat grinder in our SEC schedule. We want to play as many cream puffs as we can play. I mean, you're right. They they do play four games as opposed to to the three non conference games for the Big Twelve. But I just think they're going to look at it like we're already playing one tough team every year. That leaves three. We want to play three bad teams. We, you know, well, this is how they started five and zero every year. And know. where did that? Where is that brought them? Nowhere. But I mean, but taking them. But if you if you if you're talking about playing a, a, a rivalry game, which you know you your chances are best fifty fifty with Texas, um, then. I don't think they want to do that. Is, is Kevin Sumlin on the uh, Kirk? Is Ke, is Kevin Sumlin on the hottest seat in in coaching in the state? Has to be right. Oh no question. And Cliff Kingsbury is not too far away. Right. You know, I, I think both of them are asbestos hot. Well, no the, question about it. The difference between the two of those guys, and we talked about this on a podcast a couple of weeks ago, is that people like Cliff. There are people in the minute. I know people in, in in the big boosters who who really they love Cliff. He's one of them. Uh, he he played there, yeah, and and so uh, they they would be they would feel bad about firing him. They're, they'll fire him if he has another awful year, but they'll feel bad about it. People aren't going to feel bad about. But what's an what's an awful what's an awful year at Tech? Uh, if they don't go to, I, th- I think they got to go to bowl. They got to be bowl eligible. I think they got to oh. win six games. But, yeah. but someone has to be better than bowl eligible. Oh sure, sure. He's got he's got to win more than eight games. He's got if he wins nine games, I think he saves his job. But I think if he goes eight again, I think that's it. He might, he might could win eight if one of the eights, Alabama, LSU, or Florida. Yeah. And, and, he, wins, and he finishes, finishes strong. Yeah, finishes know. strongly will be the whole issue. Because uh, 5 and 0 won't do anything for him. Uh, right. Everybody will just be sitting around saying, well, what's gonna, how is this going to end? I think you're right. It's possible that he could win eight games and make it because of that. But I don't think there's any other way. All right. Yeah. Pro- producer, producer. I, I, do, I do disagree with you, though. I think A&M and Texas will get played because – It'll come down to money like every issue in sports does. It comes down to money. That's why Maryland Rutgers are in the Big Ten now, because of money. Maryland and Rutgers are the Big Ten. That's that's Maryland not in the ACC is, is a crime against humanity. <laughs> it is. I agree. Syracuse I agree. is Syracuse in the ACC, right? What about Boston what about, College? Is the, it's ridiculous. And I'm an old man. Uh, you are an old I, man. I'm an old man. But before we go, because uh, producer Brian is like rolling his hands, rolling He's his go eyes. He's got to go to lunch. Uh, Kirk, give me, give me your final four. My final four in college football? Yes. Are, well, I'm going with those four that I listed. I can't remember them. But, uh, <laughs> you hear a lot of conviction there. I like that. So you like Florida State, yeah. Alabama, Penn State, and Ohio State? Is that is that what you're saying? Well, I don't know if we're going to have two from the Big Ten. I would say probably somebody like uh, a, a USC slips in, a USC or a Washington, the Pac-12 champion, probably slips in there in the fourth spot. But, but so, most tellingly, there's not a Big 12 team in your Final Four, correct? You know, I, I'm, I'll be rooting for them, and I, I think Oklahoma State, if they can play better defense, I think has a chance, but I'm not sure anybody else would. Oklahoma's got to beat Ohio State, or they may be out of the running like they were last year, even though they also lost to Houston. Yeah, so, so they got to win some of these big games. they got to win some of these big non-conference games, and Oklahoma State, unfortunately, doesn't play one. So w- Pittsburgh's their only big opponent. So when you pick these teams, you were not picking them – your top four to say this is 
The final four. My final four. Because these are just your four best teams right now. Right. And I picked my national champion. Florida State's my pick as a national champion. And then I picked the four best teams after that. Kevin, let me have your four. Here you go. You know, I'm going to have to – I'm a believer in USC. I'm going to slip USC in there. Does that that have anything to do with the fact that Babe Laufenberg's son – Joe Willie is now a graduate, graduate assistant. assistant at U at uh, USC. No, it is not. But it'd be a good source to have. You put think? him over the top, right? You uh-huh. put him over the top because there's a guy. That, that's the one thing you can say about uh, UCLA and USC. Now they they've been when we talked about quarterbacks earlier. Some, these guys, some of them haven't lived up to what they were supposed to be. But uh, I'm kind of believing in Sam Darnold. I think he's pretty good, uh, going to be pretty good. I don't know about Josh Rosen at UCLA. He can talk a good game. Uh, he talks a wacky game. He talks a wacky game. But I do think that uh, that can make a big difference. And I, and I will say this. I think the Big 12 has a chance simply because if, if somebody gets through un, undefeated, which there's a good chance of that, somebody doing that, uh, right. you know, it's an easier lead to get through. That, that's that's the thing you always have to keep in mind for the, for the, the Big Twelve is there's even though it's uh, one of the lesser uh, it's five of, of the of the of Big, the big five, five, it's yeah, number five, it's number four or five. Uh, is that it's easier to get through the schedule? So uh, you know, and then everybody counts that. All right, and Barry, let me, what what, what is Barry, your what, would your what be? is your final four? I'm glad you asked that. Sure, I have Florida State, yeah, Alabama, yeah. Ohio State, yeah, and I'm and Kirk has won me over. I'm going with Oklahoma State. Do you know why I'm going with Oklahoma State? Why is that? Because my Aggie son is marrying a girl whose family is cra- are crazed Oklahoma State fans. And you're just trying to stay and go with the in laws. I, I am. I'm, I'm going to send them this part of the podcast <laughs> up there. I, I went up and I did a story on Lincoln Riley in Oklahoma, and, and th- they didn't find any. But that's Oklahoma. You didn't. No, but they didn't, interest, they didn't find any interest. They didn't find any interest in the Oklahoma, in the, in the Oklahoma. <laughs> they're they're Oklahoma Cowboys. Through and through, so I'm I'm, I'm going that way. We're cow we're very cowboy logical. fans. Yeah, very, very logical. logical and scientific. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Kirk, oh. it's always great having you on. I just want to point out to our our listeners that we tried to have you on several times over the last few months. He's and you, busy, and you've been you've refused to do the podcast up until now. So we're so glad you finally uh, have broken down and decided to be on the podcast with us. I couldn't stay away forever. You know that. I know it. He's the best, Kirk <laughs> Balls. See ya, Kirk. But he he couldn't wait to get off. Couldn't he? Well, he's on his way. He's probably got something important to do. He's chasing something. He does his own podcast down there too. He does do a podcast down there. What's it called? Do you know? Cedric Golden. Golden. Um, yeah, I don't know what they call their little podcast. It's a little podcast. It's a little podcast. Not like it's not not giant. He just do one, but he does get good guests. But he just does he just does one. You know, we do three. It's Texas centric, uh, obviously, because that's that's their home team down there. Yeah, it is. And and they don't have Evan Grant to do baseball with them every single every week. week we put up with Evan that. Evan could we could we get a guest? No, I I I could be the guest. That's yeah. that's the trouble. Not the trouble. I didn't say that. <laughs> cut that out. Cut the cut cut that out, Brian. I didn't say trouble. It's not the trouble with the radio. But we had you guys. I was out last week. You guys had Michael Young. That was a yeah. ter- that was a good terrific. Uh, exchange. Michael was very good. And maybe we can have him more often. Evan, maybe we can have Michael Young more often. That's, Evan has to be in here first for that to work. Because yeah. our technology is not so good. Not so good. And then, of course, we have a That's cow- no shot against you, Brian. We have a Cowboy podcast. I got a text from uh, Johnny Machota. And yeah. he said he used a bad word and apologized. He used a couple of bad words. He did. Well, that's because he's, he's from that Michigan, that 
nine mile, 11 they, mile, whatever. They raced poorly up there. Is that what you're saying? I, I don't want to say that, but he sent me a text here apologizing for using the word. I think it was crap, right? Which has now been used twice. It's, it's not a bad word. <laughs> it's, 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 it's not a bad word. And he's, he's out covering the Cowboys for us. And there's another Cowboy game, of course, this week. When you say us, do you mean you and me? No, for us, it's the Dallas Morning News oh, Sports State, DFW.com. Okay. Okay. Uh, Which is where this podcast originates. From the, the lovely, studios. lovely studios here. Can we get a window in here, please? I'm getting a little claustrophobic. You know, we're, we're going to move, right, Brian? We're going to move, and we're going to go to the Statler Hill. Are we going to go to the top of the ball at, at the Hyatt? No. no Brian's saying Brian no. Brian says no. Where are right. we going, Brian? To the second. Are we going to be in the basement in the new building? First floor. First floor? Are we going to be out front where people can see us when they're walking oh, oh, by? Oh, let's do that. Let's have the podcast. Like like the Today Show and Good yeah. Morning American. Yeah, that's the way to go. Brian, use your influence. You have so much influence here. You know, More than us, anyway. That's not happening. Brian, speak up. Let people know you exist. <laughs> Uh, Brian doesn't have a microphone. You know what we should call Brian? Marcel, as in Marcel. 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 Very good. So I think we should get out of here now that we're talking French <laughs> pantomimes. <laughs> mimes. Pantomimes. Dead French mimes, mimes by the way. People, are, are there people any other they, kind? People, people they don't know who Marcel Marcel was. We do. Yeah, we do. And we also know who Jerry Lewis was. I like to say- The late Jerry Lewis. Uh, goodbye to Jerry Lewis. Not one of my favorites. You don't. You don't like slapstick. You don't like. No. He, well, he he was so politically incorrect by the end of his. Oh, he just wasn't funny to me. But anyway, yeah. Well. Of, of the two, Martin and Lewis, I siding with Dean Martin. Much better. I got to go now because that's a <laughs> Dean Martin, a poor man's Frank Sinatra. He's terrific. Dean Martin is great. Plus, he had a good TV show. Oh, you like the Gold funny. Diggers, though, right? Yeah, that's a pretty good show. Dean Martin and the Gold Diggers. Yeah. Oh, we're really dating ourselves. <laughs> Let's let's get out of here. Let's okay, get out of here. Okay, everybody. We'll see you about next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to our College Ballsy Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe via iTunes. You'll get new episodes every week. And follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, sports fans, see you.